It's fresh cookies. Spooky season coming to a close. What's going on, everyone? I'm Neri Rodriguez. Welcome to Fresh Cookies. As always, if you're not, follow us on social media. On Instagram, it's at Fresh Cookies Show. On Twitter, it's at Fresh Cookies Pod. Like our Facebook page and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We just dropped our week seven highlight show. Go and check that out. It was tough to do the show this week, I'm not going to lie, after another pitiful performance from the New England Patriots. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. I'm convinced they're playing like this just to spite me because I had so much optimism coming into this season because we got Cam Newton. Now look at me. I feel fucking dumb. All right? And... People can blame Cam all they want, but what it really comes down to is the Patriots coaching is to blame for this debacle of a season so far. They can turn it around. I'm trying to be optimistic here, but I'm also leaving myself vulnerable to get hurt again because after that performance last week, I don't know if we could beat anybody, and we got Buffalo coming up, so very concerning. I just don't see anybody on the Patriots getting mad that they're losing. I think that's the most frustrating part about all of this. Fucking Julian Edelman. That's the second interception you've given up this year. I don't want to hear nothing about Cam. I understand he's supposed to hit you. But, bro, you out here just watching the ball go by in one hand, trying to one-hand it, and it just gets tipped, and you're not even making an attempt. And And the second one... First of all, the the second interception by Stidham, Jules looked like he didn't even give a fuck. So I'm wondering, is it Cam? Or is it that y'all so set in this no fun mindset that now you're just getting in your own way? And it's not to say that the Patriots aren't fun. Winning is fun. But Belichick definitely should have went after some decent free agent wide receivers or just did more homework in the draft. I understand we got opt-outs, but that's more on the defensive side. And even with the defensive opt-outs, our defense still looks pretty fucking good. I'm like, nobody want to talk about JC Jackson. My man out here getting fresh cookies every week. Like, what do you mean? I don't know. It's like my brother and I were talking and Belichick with that move of putting his dog at the table during the draft when everybody else is out here getting people like C.D. Lamb and Chase Claypool. Real slap in the face to Pats Nation. I'm not going to lie. I appreciate everything Bill has done. But this looks like a shitfire season so far. And as enraging as it to watch that game, which I don't get to see many Pats games on TV, always watching the Red Zone, this one happened to be on TV. And it was just an ass whooping of Looney Tune proportions. But I was happy to see that Jimmy G was still struggling. Tom, I don't care that you're doing your thing in Tampa. 
but I can't have Garoppolo shining over there in San Fran. Fuck that. You going to hurt, Mr. G. They got Buffalo this week, so they better step their shit up. Buffalo, top five in the league, but they're also pretty sus because they've been in some close matchups that, that they shouldn't have been. I mean, the Jets were beating them by 10 fucking points on Sunday, so they're mortal. I hope we bounce back and just fucking take it to them, but I really don't know. I really don't know with this team. It's up to them. I'm like, y'all got to start yelling. Get your head in the game. Something. I don't care what y'all got to do. Go like, you know, I know you be safe. You know what I'm saying? Cover up, wear a mask, all that shit. But if y'all got to do some team building exercise, go out, do what, do whatever you got to do. I ain't going out like that, though. All right. I ain't missing the playoffs. I've tried to be better. I'm trying not to be a hater on, on Brady and Tampa Bay because that's, listen, we're not going to see something like that again for a very long time. I'm a root for my dude, as well as the Chiefs. The Chiefs are an impressive team. I can't be hating on them like that. Baltimore, I can because they, they're they a lot better than they're playing. And honestly, they've, they, they're in these close games with these mediocre teams, and just because they beat them, they think that's impressive. Oh, no. And you know what? I hope when we play them, everyone's like, oh, this is such a mismatch for New England, and Patriots aren't going to be able to hang. Fuck that. I hope we just hang 40 on them. All right? I hope this is the bound. I've I've been waiting every week since the Seattle game for it to be the bounce back game. It needs to happen, though. All right, Cam? I'm not even going to just speak to Cam. All right, Patriots, take a look in the mirror, get your shit together, and to quote the somewhat great Marvin Lewis, dig deep down and be a fucking pro. All right? Anyway, I digress. So, some other parts of week seven. Let's just jump right into where I was wrong. All right? I wasn't totally wrong about this. I said that the Browns should win this, but I think the Bengals are going to keep it close and win. They didn't win, but they sure did keep it close. And Joe Burrow, how could you deny that this guy isn't the rookie of the year candidate? I mean, he's playing better than Baker Mayfield, I think. I think just Baker has better weapons. I know Odell just went down for the year, but still, I'm like, and that defense is nasty. You got probably two of the best running backs in the league. Not to mention, well, now you have Jarvis Landry, but still, you still got hitters. Hooper and Joku. Jarvis Landry. What do you mean? And even with that Bengals record, Burrow is still impressive. That's a baller. Like, if he was on Cleveland, psh, forget it. That I would want that to be the Super Bowl pick right there. That That team would be undeniably filthy I don't know if we'll see that but Joe Burrow on this current Cleveland team come on he busting that ass moving along I thought the Cowboys would show some heart and bounce back but honestly I fucking throwing them in the trash for the rest of the year I thought it was pitiful disgusting and disgraceful to watch Andy Dalton take that that cheap shot from John Bostic, which I don't think Bostic is a dirty player. This shit just happens. But to watch the Cowboys and, and Dalton's Cowboys teammates not at least stick up for the dude. Like, I know you want Dak in there, but that's so disrespectful. Like, y'all still a team. Just, 
I'm very disappointed in the Dallas Cowboys. Just that's not how I know you want Dak back there, but that's just not how you handle it. Maybe Dalton's a dick behind the scenes. I don't know. It seems like he was just put in a in a tough predicament. It's like you come over as the backup. Everyone is already gun ho on, on Dak, and now that he goes down, it's like, what now? Andy's our quarterback? Yeah, he is. All right. I know y'all athletes, but none of y'all accurate accurate enough to be a fucking NFL quarterback. Some of you are, but most of you aren't. So since you aren't, protect the dude. All right? It's fucking disgraceful. The Atlanta Falcons, they won last night on Thursday Night Football versus the Panthers by the skin of their teeth. Last week in Week 7, I had them finding their groove and another two-touchdown performance from Julio Jones. Now, Julio, since he's been back, very productive. He's doing his thing. But, man, I don't, I don't even know who to put the blame on with that comeback against the Lions. It was such a tight game. Like, the entire time, Todd Gurley, which it's always so weird when scoring a touchdown is bad, but they give the ball back. Todd Gurley accidentally scores that touchdown, gives Matthew Stafford about a minute. And let us let me just say, Matthew Stafford, holy shit. What a way to not give up and just say, I'm still in this bitch, like against Matt Ryan. You know, it's not... He's a former MVP. I'm not going to take anything away from Ryan, but y'all around the same age, you know what I'm saying? And for him to lead that team, I don't know what the, the win percentage is. I know it was over 97, something something around there. But man, to keep cool and just get the shit done yourself, you know what I'm saying? You would, you'd even have like a solid running back. It was literally literally you out there. I'm like, two of those throws to get them in the red zone were ridiculous. And then the final play, I know the kicker still has to knock it through. But Matthew Stafford, hats off, man. Falcons, I, I think you got to keep your owner off the fucking field in the fourth quarter because every I don't know, every time he out there, some shit always goes down. I saw the 24-3 game. I know what happened. We all know what happened. Arthur Blank, stay your ass in the press box. Bucks Raiders. I said this was going to be a very close matchup. And I had the Raiders sneaking in a win. Now, I gave the Raiders the benefit of the doubt because they beat the Chiefs. And the Chiefs are one of the best teams in the league right now, if not the best, I would say Seattle, Pittsburgh, and Kansas City are in that elite club together. Even though Seattle just lost, they are still my Super Bowl pick. But whoo, Brady went off, running him in. He found Gronk again. That was great to see. And I'll give the Raiders credit. They were I'll give the Raiders credit. They were in it for about two quarters of that game and then and probably a little bit more, but then Tampa just put their foot on the gas pedal and stuck it to them. Can't wait to see 
how the Bucks fare in the postseason. If they make it there, they should. Looks like they're gonna. And they're about to get Antonio Brown. Like, I, how could I forget that? They're gonna ball out. I can't wait to see what they're gonna do. We already talked about the disgrace that is the New England Patriots offense. We're not going to mention that. And then I was just talking about the Seahawks. Yes, I had them beating AZ. But I also did say Kyler Murray and this AZ team is so impressive, it's hard to pick against them. But, oh, man, did they do their thing. I know Seattle kind of messed up there. They had the hold when DK Metcalf could have won the game for them. But Arizona... Like Arizona, Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, Larry Fitzgerald. And I know I'm forgetting a couple other pieces, but they have. They're an exciting team to watch. Like, you know, they're they got a good mixture of young and old. They're they're playing very loose. That that NFC West, along with the AFC North, is one hell of a division. And come playoff time, it's going to be unfortunate to see two of those teams, at least two of those teams get eliminated. All right, I get off my soapbox to jump into week eight. And the first matchup we're going to talk about is the Vikings at the Packers. I had a lot of high expectations for Minnesota this year. They they have yet to live up to even the closest bit of any of it. Green Bay, top five in the league, usually given Aaron Rodgers shit, but it seems like he's turned over a new leaf and is really, not that he wasn't a good leader before, but he's really leading this team. So I expect them to get a big win. Titans, Bengals, Titans coming off that tough loss. I think they're going to get a bounce back win, but to say Cincinnati's not going to give them a battle and make it close, you're dumb. Burrow's going to have his hands full with this Tennessee defense. I still think he shines a bit, This game's just going to be closer than people think. Jets, Chiefs. Now, it's an obvious pick. I'm going to take the Chiefs. But after watching the Jets' performance last week against the Bills, I got to say, I've been saying it. Their their defense is pretty impressive. Obviously not. (laughs) I guess not as impressive as other teams because they have yet to win a game but also you got you got to have offense it's not all their fault but they are they they got there's some turnover machines also when they want to be so uh i think the jets for a good portion just like last week will make this a game up until a certain point i'm still gonna take kansas city and mahomes i'm gonna show them some love though i'm gonna i have optimism for the jets once they get their ownership changed Kansas City though Colts Lions now the Lions with that heartfelt comeback how could you pick against them well pretty easy with this matchup because the Colts have been phenomenal this year and I love to rag on Phillip Rivers but he is leading this team they definitely could have beat the Browns it was good to see Cleveland get that win though Indy with this season cast has a lot of older dudes finding some hope for the future. Like, yeah, we still in this bitch. We could do it. We don't care if we got gray hair. I'm going to take the Colts, though. Steelers, Ravens, like I said, AFC North. Wow, what a division. All these teams got hitters. They got personality, and they're pretty good. You know, even the Bengals. 
their kicker and their defense lost them like three of those games. So I'm not putting it on Burrow, but they're still impressive to watch. Like I said, the Ravens, I don't think their record reflects how good of a team they really are. Yeah, they have wins, but some of them just not impressive. Like the the Washington and the Eagles game specifically, come on. Like there's no reason you're getting a one-point win over Philadelphia. You got the reigning MVP. You got a nice receiving core. Defense is playing pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. So I don't want to hear all that bullshit that just because one person's out, I know Ingram's not healthy this year. I don't want to hear none of that shit. Y'all should be decimating teams. And just because you got fucking punked by the Chiefs, y'all should be playing harder. Because what do you think is going to happen when you see them again, if you see them again? Because the way it's looking, looks like Pittsburgh is going to take this division. They're the best team in it. As impressive as the whole division is, Steelers are the best. Eventually, their undefeated streak has to come to an end, but I don't think it's going to be in, in Baltimore. The Pittsburgh defense, too nasty. Ben's finding a rhythm. They have a new superstar in Chase Claypool, not to mention they still have Juju and James Conner. Like what, what an, like, what an inspiration. You step into the role because Le'Veon's a little dickhead, and now you the boy. So I'm going to take the Steelers in a two-touchdown victory. Let's go with that. Rams-Dolphins. Now, it would be easy to pick L.A., but I do have to give the Dolphins some type of credit because they I feel like they've been playing pretty well. They played Seattle very well. It's just a matter of time before they implode. And if they do decide, which I think they're going to, if they do decide to go with Tua going forward, not sure how that's going to fare for them. He, I think he's going to have some growing pains as every young quarterback does. Well, not really. Some, some people just step into that role. Cam early on in his career was, was pretty good. So was Peyton Manning had a rough first year, but Tua, we, we just haven't, we haven't seen enough of a good sample size from him. It was heartbreaking to hear Ryan Fitzpatrick talk about I felt blindsided when I heard the news, and it was kind of fucked up. The guy got two completions. Why why are you taking out Fitzpatrick if he's led you to these victories? I understand you want the team to be better and two was the future, but still, mad disrespectful. Let, let Fitz do his thing until he fucks up, and it's time for Tua to go in. You're probably wondering, well, who are you going to pick to win the game? Ah, seeing as how most of the defense could be nominated for defensive player of the year. I will take the Rams, but I will say they don't get the victory because of their offense. Patriots, Bills, you already know where I'm going to go with this. I'm going to take New England. They're still my bay. I love them, even when they make me want to put my fucking head in the blender. This Bills team... Like I said, top three or five in the league, they're filthy. They've also been wrapped up in some sus tight games. Like when they were letting the Rams come back, they didn't look that elite. And like I said, Bill, Bill's back 
to the drawing board this week. I really hope everybody just gets a fire under their ass. I hope there was like this crazy fucking blowout behind closed doors where everybody was able to just yell at each other. Probably didn't happen. I hope it did, though. Just I want New England to go out there on Sunday and play loose, look more relaxed, and just play like a team. Just play like a team. Jules, I'm going to need you to step up. I know Cam is the quarterback. He's most likely the captain. You know, I know the Patriots don't like to name their captains out loud. They don't wear the C. But Jules, you got to, you got to, like, different people need different motivation. And I think he needs to handle this group a little bit more different. Because if that's the case, you look like you don't want to be there. You can head down to Tampa too, which I know you really wanna. But if you don't, if you don't want to ride for us, fuck off. Appreciate what you did, but fuck off. We out here trying to get number seven. Josh Allen also the boy. It's gonna be a tough task for the New England defense, but we've seen better. We had to contain Russell Wilson. Like what? We're more than capable of beating this team. So I, I'm gonna take my team, the Patriots, this week. Despite all the hate. Raiders-Browns. This is going to be a good matchup. Cleveland should not have been in that game with the Bengals. And that's nothing against the Bengals. The Browns just have a much better team on paper. I understand Odell went down. Still no reason for Joe Burrow to be taking the lead. for Like taking the lead on you essentially in the final minute. Like, I can probably count on one hand the amount of game-winning Baker Mayfield, like, game-winning fourth-quarter drives by Baker Mayfield. That was an incredible catch. Not trying to take anything away from dude. But if you're going to let the Bengals hang around, whew, you're going to have trouble with the Raiders. Like I said, the Raiders took out Kansas City. And that's all you need for me for your resume to prove that you're legit. So I'm going to take Las Vegas on the road. Chargers Broncos now it would be easy for me to take LA because I think they are the better team but they have just not played up to expectation and that's nothing against Justin Herbert I know he's a rookie and by the way future of the league this guy is fucking balling out right now the rest of his team and they're good like he has good receivers defense is is all right I thought they would be a little bit better Denver though they just they're playing so hobbled and yet so inspired. Even with that Chiefs loss, it's like y'all still, they're still trying to mix it up and, and have heart. So, you know what? I'm going to take the Broncos this week. Surprising pick. I'm going to go Broncos at home. Hope it snows again. Saints-Bears. This is, this is an interesting matchup. The Bears beating the Panthers in week seven. Panthers just lost again on Thursday night football. I'm sorry, I fucked up. The Panthers played the Saints. The Bears just played the Rams. So I take back that crazy shit I was just talking. Yeah, Panthers coming off that loss to the Saints, which they they were in that game. They could have won that if they're in which a 65-yard field goal, obviously that's not normal. But let me just say, that kick, one of the straightest kicks I've ever seen with my own two eyes. I was super surprised that it didn't go in. And I have to give Joey Sly credit for putting that shit down the pipe. That's not easy. I think the Saints should have dominated that game. 
it shouldn't it shouldn't have been that close. And then on the Bears side, they just looked so inexperienced in over their head. And that shit was a clinic. A clinic by LA, the way they handed them that ass whooping. So I'm gonna take the Saints on the road. I know they fare bad in the elements. It's gonna I think it's gonna be somewhat cold in Chicago. I'm going to take the Saints. It's just going to be a close matchup. 49ers Seahawks. This is going to be another great matchup, another good NFC West showdown. Niners with an impressive win over the Patriots. I don't know if I would call it impressive. Our team sucks. The offense sucks or sucked. They could turn it around this week, but Like I said, I'm leaving myself vulnerable to get hurt again by a person who ain't shit. Anyway, Seahawks coming off that crushing loss. I'm going to take them, though, to win it at home. And I hope there's fans there. The fuck? CenturyLink Field, one of these few stadiums that looks weird without fans. Kansas City got fans. Let CenturyLink Field have fans. All right. The primetime game for Sunday, Cowboys Eagles. Ugh. Gross. I say I won't watch it, but I will. I'll watch it with a critical eye. Cowboys, they're a shit sandwich. The Eagles, they're showing a lot of heart even though they're they have a bad record right now and their fans are the worst. I want to say it's a clear-cut pick to take Philadelphia. But honestly, this season has just been so unpredictable. The Cowboys are that bad that I do think they are going to sneak away with a win in primetime. And if they don't, they're falling in the Falcons category of not getting picked for the rest of the fucking year because I can't. And the Monday night showdown. This is interesting. Buccaneers-Giants. I don't know how I feel about this matchup. Tom Brady is going to go to New York against the team that has beat him twice in the Super Bowl. He's not with New England anymore, so I could really give a fuck about that. Giants are hobbled. Like, that that Daniel Jones play should sum up what their season is looking like. Just tripping over your own feet when you have nothing but daylight in front of you. What are you doing? It'll be a blowout, though. I think Brady paints the hills red with giant blood. And we'll cap off week eight with the G-Men getting an L. Bucks. All right. Hollow weekend, if you will, for all you cool kids out there. Definitely not an ordinary one because of this dumbass virus. Either way, wear a mask on Saturday. Be scary. Be safe. Roll up. Have some pumpkin drink if that's your thing. Can't wait. For another great highlight show, had so much fun putting this week together after after I manned up and did the Patriots highlights. I'm like, I don't think it could get met. I don't think it can. Eh, I'm really having a tough time talking. I don't think it can get much worse than this, but it can. It can. And I'm worried about that. But the show has been so much fun to do. I appreciate all the love and support. So yeah, check that out for week eight.
Before we sign off, as always, follow us on social media on Instagram at Fresh Cookies Show, on Twitter at Fresh Cookies Pod, like our Facebook page, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hit that bell, y'all. Hit the bell. All right, time for me to get out of here. I got spooky shit to do. I'm Neri Rodriguez, and you already know it's Fresh Cookies. <laughs> Fifty-foot containment wall is erected along the New Jersey shoreline. Hey, that I got no play football for. Hey. The rules are simple. Cookies. Once you go in, you don't come out. It's fresh cookies. <laughs>